What are we talking about? So we've had a couple conversations this week with patients within the office about like after you're out of pain, after you've gone through treatment plans, you're feeling good, you're kind of in wellness, but you know, we teach them things through therapy, but what do they do after that? And so we've had this conversation with a couple people and I thought it would be good to share this information because it's solid information. And I think sometimes people bog down on the simplicity of it. They're like, that's all I need to do. And it's like, yeah, you just got to do it consistently. Mm -hmm. And so I thought we'd talk about. What made you think of this topic? Uh, again, it's just been what's come up these last couple of weeks. And, you know, when we've talked to these patients about this, it, you know, they, they were appreciative of our time just to share something that we see is so simple and, and easy. <laughs> um, but it's news to them, you know, cause we get two types of patients in here. Sometimes it feels like, right. We get the really active people that are hurting or hurt themselves or whatever. And then we get the other spectrum is those that are not strong at all. Mm -hmm. You know, they've been sedentary for a long time or, you know, just strength training has never been a part of their life. And as they're, getting older they're feeling that and right. so when we introduce yeah. this to them they're like oh well that sounds pretty simple <laughs> yeah and it's like well it is it really is that simple and so the the two things we've we've talked about have been simple and sinister uh and that sounds scary but it's really not uh and from then, strong first from strong first and then easy strength uh by dan john and i think pavel was his helper on that too wasn't he yeah well and pavel has power to the people which is a uh, pretty i don't i'm not gonna say they're equivalent they're different Right. Um, but it's a good, uh, I would say easy strength focuses on barbell. Right. Right. Oh, I think no, it's, no, 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 no. Sorry. Starting strength focuses on barbell. Yeah. Starting strength. Easy strength is just easy strength. Yeah. Upper body push, lower yeah, body Yeah. I don't push, know that Pavel has something that would compete with, but he probably, yeah, must have contributed or been part of the, you know, Dan, John, and Pavel have obviously worked together a bunch. Right. Um, and for those who don't know, these are just, Pavel would be the, the, the mad Russian who brought kettlebell to America. Right. And Dan John is a strength and conditioning coach who's written numerous amounts of books, wildly popular um, because of his program design um, and his effectiveness with athletes, but also just personal training clients receiving right. benefits from doing similar programs. Right. Um, because it's not about uh, performance or health. Right. Um, and saying, well, you know, what should I be doing based on what level I'm on? He has a program that... Uh, you could put an old woman and a young man next to each other doing the same thing and they're both going to get their butt whipped exactly and keep up with one another exactly yeah you know and, and simple and sinister um has been recently updated but it's it's basic premise is do 100 swings and 10 get-ups and the goal of it is to just get enough rest in between where your heart rate comes back down to where you could talk to somebody Right. Uh, and then do your next set. And the goal is just to do that over a long period of time. And that means like over the year, over two years, you know, mm -hmm. with the occasional challenge in there. But your goal is just to do this so consistently that you get better at it. Yeah. You should be getting better at it. That's the goal. Right. And then oh, you'll see like your first times doing that takes you 45 minutes. But as you go along and get better, it might take you 20 minutes and you're done and you're like, well, maybe I didn't do enough. It's like, no, you're right. You're getting conditioned now. And that's, and that's, that's a hundred, two arm swings mm -hmm. and then 10 get ups per arm or 10 get ups total. So five per arm. Okay. And that's not necessarily one, two, three, four, five, switch sides. One, two, three, four, five. That right. would be like right side, left side rest. That's what I do. Yeah. I, I found that to be easier just to kind of, um, 
you know, do the equivalent, just get the 10 done uh, or, you know, do a side, do a side rest. But the swings aren't necessarily like single arm or two arm. You can vary the programming and it just depends on where you're at. So sounds you, like strong first. Yeah. <laughs> Roll a dice. Yeah. Figure out where you are. If it's under um, five, do when, two arm. If it's over five, do single arm. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's, you know, uh, they give parameters for men and women on the weight of the bell. And so as you get, say for a guy, you know, you're pretty weak and I say weak very generally, but you don't have a lot of strength. Right. And conditioning with a kettlebell, so a, a 16 kilo bell, 35 pounds is a great place to start. Mm-hmm. You would pretty much stay at that weight for a year because very quickly two hand swings would be easy. But as soon as you move over to single hand swings, they, the challenge comes up. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's either or, or yeah. both. And then after time you can increase the weight occasionally. You're not ready to jump up until you've done this for yeah. a while. Well, when we speak to this very generally, um, or with assumptions that people know what we're talking about, because hopefully most majority of the people listening to this are our patients right. and this is good education for them. Um, but because we teach these things as part of your care, um, like when people think of PT, I think they think of like machines. Oh, I get on the bike, I do some band work. They isolate me on a couple of machines and then I come back and I do that again. Or maybe they release some muscles or things like that or put me on a table and stretch me. Where PT in our office is very active. Yes. It's much different. Right. Uh, And it's part of your care because it's part of restoring the damage that's been done. Yeah. You know, we we can put the fire out and clear away the debris. Right. Ultimately, we need to rebuild some type of structure. Otherwise, I've just put you out homeless. Right. And people understand that. And, you know, Kale's got to the point where she does a good job of letting people know, like, this is a crucial part of your care. Mm -hmm. This is one of the most important parts of your care plan, not only because I want to teach you how to do this on your own, but we have to rebuild what probably wasn't that great to begin with and why you got injured. Yeah. So if I don't rebuild it and this is why you got injured, you're just, you feel better now, but you're prone to injury now right I, would, I don't want you to be i want you to get better and not get hurt again yeah and, and that's why we go through these things yeah we safely want to take you through the therapy and the, that is the therapy like teach you the movement and make sure you are doing good quality sets and reps yeah and and the sets and reps are can be super arbitrary at times but a lot of times in my mind i use a lot of the easy strength like well let's see what 10 looks like and we'll vary it mm-hmm. one set of 10 <laughs> 10 sets of one, right, you know, yeah. five sets of two, you know, we just kind of play with those numbers. And once we find where you do it well, then over the couple of weeks, we're going to load that a little bit more. Last time we did set three sets of three. Today we're going to go up to two sets of five. Let's see yeah. how we, you know, and how your tissues are responding to this um, level of care. That way we, we are ensuring you've strengthened this. Right. And then once you've gone through care, that's when we will encourage you heavily to like, here's very simple programs to follow. It's, it doesn't take a lot of effort. Once we teach it, we have tons of options for programs. Simple and Sinister and Easy Strength are just a couple examples. Right. Um, so we've talked about Simple and Sinister. Easy Strength would be roughly you're going to pick an upper body push exercise, an upper body pull, lower body push, lower body pull, like a press, a pull up, a squat, a deadlift, and mm-hmm. then like a weighted carry. So yeah. a Turkish get up. Will carry a wheelbarrow, farmer walks, hang yeah. from a bar, yeah, something weighted carry, um, and you're not going to do any more than ten reps of each exercise. Right. We're all familiar with do three sets of ten of each right. body part. Right. Um, in this situation, you're going to do your upper body push, 
however many sets you want, but you can't do more than 10 reps. Right. Same thing with the pull, lower body push pull, and the weighted carry. Um, that's what you're saying. Like people will get into these programs and think, I just do 100 swings and five get ups on each side, yeah. or I'm just doing 40, possibly 50 reps for the entire workout. Yeah. Like that can't be enough. And in Strong First and Kettlebell and Credit to Pavel, it's what they call the what the hell effect. Yes. That it's like, why am I doing this? And I'm getting stronger and building endurance, but I'm not pushing myself. Right. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and they researched this. Craig Maker with, with Strong First has researched this to show, like, if I take two groups of people and let them, one, do their Murph, mm-hmm. have everybody do their Murph from CrossFit, take half of them, let them do just CrossFit training. The other half, we're going to put them through this type of easy strength, Strong First, you know, protocol. And then we'll redo this Murph and see who actually improves. Right. And the, the group that actually did less, assume, p- perceives to be doing less, improved the most. Right. And it's like, what the hell? Yeah. And I thought so... Beachbody taught me that I <laughs> yeah. have to be in high intensity with short periods of rest and get right. back up in there. And I got to do that as often as possible because calories in and calories out. And I got to, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Stress, 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 stress is going to be what causes me to lose weight right and and that's it that's the myth right there is you know what about the no pain no gain it's like you know bodybuilding gave us a foundation of a lot of stuff for what we know about fitness and not that it's wrong that's a sport yeah exactly yes bodybuilding Bodybuilding is is a a sport sport. so that's training for a sport so is running and so is running (laughs) yeah and so is playing basketball and Mm -hmm. so is playing football Mm -hmm. right they all have their own approaches and and so much of what we know about fitness has come from bodybuilding it's not a bad thing it's just we can't take the same exhaustion levels that these bodybuilders take all day long how many people do you think if you said oh if you want to lose weight you should go play water polo how many of those people would go, oh, I don't know how to play water polo. Right. <laughs> or, oh, if you want to lose weight, you should go play some pickup games for basketball. And they'd be like, well, I don't know how to play. Like, I'm not, yeah, a good, I'm not, good, I'm good at basketball. I'm not conditioned Well, then to why that. do you pick up uh, bodybuilding and running as if you, like, yeah. you don't know how to do those either? Yeah. And very simply, like, this is where you see it in, in application is, like, how many of us have started to work out? You get rolling on that first workout, and you're feeling great. Right. You're like, yeah, oh, blood's committed. pumping. The endorphins mm-hmm. are flying. It happens really fast because we're not conditioned. And then the next three days, you can hardly move mm-hmm. because your muscles are so sore. And maybe they don't move. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. you did enough damage that they're guarding for their lives because it, it was too much. And that's why easy strength is so simple. It's so easy. It's like the goal is to have strength readily available. Mm. Uh, one of the things Pavel talked about, he's like, if you know, you had the luxury of having a barbell around you, keep it loaded, walk by it every hour, go pick it up. Yeah. Set it down just once and move on and come back to it and just do it every hour. And he's like, you will quickly see that your maximum repetition could be on that bar. And throughout your day, you should be able to go there and pick that up. Yeah. And he's like, that's how easy this should be. All of this, you know, I got to do 10 sets of 12 and, you know, that's bodybuilding that that's a different sport mm-hmm. we're not training for sport we're trying to train for life well if you are doing those then yeah we need to have a different conversation right but and if you're, that's your care. game then do it yeah and this is where we recommend these programs and what happens is people go i it can't be that simple can it yeah it can't be that i just if i just did a hundred swings three days a week that like my back would stay strong right. i would lose weight yeah. i would yeah like i would get like how 
What did you say this morning? Doing less, more often is better than Yeah, a little, a lot is better than a lot, a little. Yes. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, which is like a really like, I don't know, like scriptural way of trying to teach somebody something. Like you have to freaking decode the thing. Yeah. So a little bit, a lot of the time is better than doing a lot, a little little bit bit of the the time. time. Meaning it's better to do a little bit consistently over time then try to bombard your training and then be so sore, miserable, or burn out on it, and then you don't work out for nine months. What's the point of putting three months in if you're going to take nine months off? Rather than, okay, if you worked out 36 times in those three months, why not just spread those out over the year? Right. And your body would probably get better results from it than... Yeah, if you worked out one day a week, every week of the year, that's 52 weeks. So that's 52 workouts that you would put in... Even if it's only 20 minutes. Rather than somebody going five days a week for 10 weeks right. and then being so burnt out or broke. Because yeah. the only way I can go, the only way I'll do is if I have a trainer, if I have a class to go to. So yeah. the only way I can do is, you know, and then they're they're broke until next tax season, hopefully. Right. Yeah. You know, or student loan disbursement. Right. And I say that because that's the experiences we've had as trainers is that yep. you get an influx of people around uh yeah, student loans, uh, disbursements, yeah. and uh, tax time. And that's the only money those people really have yeah. to put into it. And we've had these conversations with them of like, you know, buy what you need for the year then. Yep. If you can only afford 12, then buy 12 and I want to see you once a month until next year and we'll buy another 12. Right. That I, I will see more results and have a better relationship with you and be able to help you more and coach you more once a month for a year than if we do three times a week for a month and I don't see you for 11 months. Yeah, and that same thing applies to the chiropractic side of our care. Mm-hmm. I would yeah. rather if financially, like you've got something going on and you truly, truly can't get the care that you need up front, it'd be better I saw you once a month than not at all. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then hopefully we're on the other side of that where you're fully in wellness and it's like this is why people come once a month because yeah. they keep themselves there. Even if it was every six weeks, that's still often enough to keep you feeling really well, keep you tuned up, so to speak. So that way I was like, Oh, I haven't seen you for a year. What's going on? Well, exact same thing I was in yeah. here for last time. And we've had people go to monthly appointments when they feel better. And when they've gone through their PT and they, they feel empowered and they're like, okay, I, I can do this. I'm going to go try to do this. Um, and that monthly appointment is like the reality of like, well, you're still going to live life. You're going to, you're going to keep running. You're going to keep back. Like something's, you're going to keep doing things. We just don't want to wait till you dog pilot again to come back in. Right. So the idea of you coming in monthly is it's a smaller pile to deal with at a time. Yeah. And they usually come in a month later and they're so happy they have an appointment. Like they right. like, people like that monthly cadence, but there's somebody like that was, I hurt and I should have came in a couple of weeks ago and they need to move it up to like every three weeks. Or yeah. Some people, they come in, they're like, man, I feel great. Mm-hmm. You know, can I try to go six weeks? You know, yeah, let's do it. Yeah. What we're trying to find is your level of consistency. That's like a good baseline of right. like, I'm doing these things to take care of myself, but I know I'm putting stress on my body. And if I don't come see you every six weeks, it gets a little bit too much for my body to be able to unwind on its, on its yeah. own. The idea is the healthier you get, the more, uh, you know, balanced we get you. Yeah. Um, as some chiropractors say, the more we turn your light on. Yeah. The idea is that your body does have mechanisms for healing, for resetting. Um, a lot of the breathing stuff, things that happens when you actually have deep sleep, mm-hmm. that a lot of things should reset in order for you to heal and rebalance. Well, the more consistently you come in, the better your body's getting at doing that. Right. And so, yeah, over time, you will probably notice, like, and I, I – 
have less and less problems. Yeah. Because, yeah, your body's getting better at taking care of itself because it's not twisted in a knot 24-7. Yeah, and especially if you're increasing your activity through that. You know, because most of yeah. us, end up, like I said, we get two types. We have the overactive and the underactive. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're in the underactive category and you're increasing your activity, you shouldn't be hurting as you add activity because that's one of the things we as the providers are talking to patients about. It's like, I need you to challenge us now. I know you're feeling better. I need you to challenge it. Like what was the thing that caused you to hurt in the first place? We've strengthened that within the office and you feel you're ready to go down to, to wellness Let's challenge that. Yeah. So that way we can see, do you need every other week for a couple months first? That mm-hmm. way it's not just a sharp fall off of two times a week down to once a month. It's like, well, maybe let's go every other week. Yeah, and you know the, the person. You know, if they don't move that well and they're just getting into exercise and I feel good now and you've taken me through the PT and I'm ready to try it, but you can kind of see their lack of confidence. Yeah. Like you kind of know like, well, let's just go every other week because you're probably going to have some questions or – yeah. You may pick something up wrong or yeah. yeah adjusting use can be quick, you know, at that mm-hmm. point. Yeah. And so it's like, well, you're paying for a half hour appointment. So yeah, top out here and show me what you're struggling with. Just do it as yeah, you would. you're here for an appointment. And there may be days it takes five minutes to see the doctor and you're out because you're doing great. Yeah. And there may be, there may be a month where you have questions Yeah. and you know, I've got this movement thing down. I like the efficiency of kettlebell or body weight training. I like this, but I need to start, I need to change the way I eat. And yeah. I just, I'm trying to figure it out and you're going down a new path with your doctor now. Right. You know, that's what we want in our practice is people that are going to use us like that, mm-hmm. that, um, we are an agent of change in their life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, we're a, we're a positive influence that I'm now going to use a doctor in my life consistently to lean on and help me become healthier and stay healthier. Right. Rather than just somebody I go to reactively, which is yeah. what I was using my doctor for before. Including your other chiropractor yeah chiropractor or or medical doctor (laughs) anyway you're using everybody reactively right rather than i'm going to change my life and i'm going to use you guys as a support system yeah your medical doctor would be really happy to hear that absolutely (laughs) like i've been trying to eat healthier doc you know yeah and i want you to hold me accountable i want to come in every month to kind of talk to you just think about the stress most people have going into a doctor's office knowing they probably have gained weight knowing you know the cascade of things that happens and goes through your mind and you're nervous your blood pressure is up when they take it and they're like oh, is there everything okay and you're like i'm just nervous to be here I just don't want to have cancer <laughs> versus having surgery. Yeah. yeah having the confidence of going into a wellness checkup especially you know if your insurance is like hey i want you to do this every year it saves you money saves us money you get to go in there confident knowing like i'm feeling great i'm moving great mm-hmm. they check your thing and go are you all right your pulse is a little low and it's like yeah it's a little low because it should be <laughs> right it should yeah. be lower it shouldn't be way low but it's like right. i'm not in the 90 beats per minute i'm down in the 60s where i should be and that's that's a confidence booster for you you know just knowing like i've improved this like this wellness visit should be a breeze now yeah yeah, yeah. it's like yeah i feel great yeah and yeah, we kind of got off on a tangent here with uh strength training being easier than you think it is right um, into maintenance care chiropractic. <laughs> yeah. But I think the the fact is, like you said, there's there's people that need to speed up and there's people that need to be slowed down. Yeah. And when you teach us type of training, there's people that are like, they're relieved that, man, that's really all I have to do. Mm-hmm. Like I thought I was going to have to go kill myself and I don't want to do that, so I just figured right. I'm never going to do it. Right. And there's people that are like, man, I thought I had to run five miles three times a week in order to achieve whatever I wanted to right. achieve. Like this is changing, this is blowing my mind. Yeah. You know? The patient we, we've been helping out that 
you know, hurts when she runs that, you know, we've taken time to educate her, but then we've given her books. She's like, wow, I can't believe I didn't know any of this. And it's like, yeah, I remember unplugging from the matrix. Like it's crazy, isn't it? You know? Yeah. It just, it only gets crazier and no, the industry's not out to get you. It's just easy to sell uh, weight loss and sex. So, you know, get the abs you want get to all this. And it's like, well, if those abs don't work, what's the point? (laughs) Yeah. You know, somebody's making money off an investment. They're not trying to cheat you and make you fat, sick and dead. Right. You know, but you're taking it into your own hands and doing your own research now. And now you're being enlightened. Yeah. And then God's going to use you to help other people. Right. So hold on tight because yep. it's coming. Yep. You know, congratulations. Yeah. He's equipping you. Yeah. Let's go. God let's in action. It. Yeah. People say, I want to see God do things. I want to see a miracle. Well, there you go. And then he calls you to go serve in your church. You're like, <laughs> nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. I don't need to see him. Well, cool. You have anything you want to wrap up with in this topic or? You know, as always, reach out to us if you have questions. This is stuff, you know, some places would love to charge you for, but, you know, we want to educate you, truly. And so please ask. Ask, and we'll be happy to provide framework and answer questions. Yeah, absolutely. So I asked Kale, I want to ask you, I asked her what her go-to Lebowski quote was. So what is your go-to Big Lebowski (laughs) quote? What pops into your head? (laughs) I'm finishing my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. My buddies did not die. (laughs) Face down in the mud. Yep, Yep. that would be mine. Cool. Well, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next time.